morning, everybody. Thank you, John, for your very kind words. Thank you, team, for doing an awesome job, as you normally do. And you will be back. Thank you. I need you at the end. So, um, good morning. I think I've said that already, haven't I? Yeah, please, have a seat. <laughs> good morning to all those people online. It's wonderful to have you joining us this morning. So, reset prayer. So, the preaching roster comes out every so often and I'm going, okay, when am I up again? And look at August and go, reset prayer. Bruce, why do you do this to me? Like, it is not going to be my favourite topic to preach on. And I th- but I think that's probably because universally in the church, probably the two things that Christians would say that they want to improve on and want to be better or feel that they don't do well enough is reading the Bible and praying. And I, but I think the reason, I think the, it's a good reason that we say that is because we know that they are the two things that are critical to our faith. They are the two things that are critical to our relationship with God. <clears throat> they are the two things that we really, really need to do well. Could I have some water, please? Thanks. Thank you. So this morning, I actually want to start this morning with a testimony, but it's not my testimony. It's actually going to be a sung testimony. So a song that really has been has been on my heart, and as I knew what the message was with prayer, this song came across my pathway, and this week it has literally been on loop in my car. It's the only song I've listened to all week in my car when I've been driving. Um, it's called Talking, Talking to Jesus. Um, it's Elevations, Maverick, City, um, Collaboration. And um, it's sung by Brandon Lake. And as you listen this morning, it's, it's a reasonable length, but I want you to listen to his testimony. He is telling his story, and that's what I want you to hear. So can we hit that, guys? Thank you. I've been listening to that all week, and it's still got me. <laughs> um, so two, two things I want to start with out of that is that, one, prayer is not complicated. Prayer is about talking to Jesus and Jesus is our friend. It's a conversation. I think sometimes we make it a lot more complicated than it is. So that's the first thing. The second thing is his testimony of learning to talk to Jesus. And I think this is probably where it got me because I I come from a heritage of Christian people and so I grew up with people who taught me to talk to Jesus um, my mum in particular, I remember finding at some point maybe cleaning my room when I was younger or something rather or when I maybe moved out of the house, I found a little notebook that had all these little Bible scriptures and, you know, the Lord's Prayer and things like that that she must have written out and gone through with me when I was really, really little. I didn't even have any memory of it but I had my name in the front and it was her writing and and that's the heritage I come from with somebody who taught me to talk to Jesus. The other thing that hit me, I'd, I'd listened to the song quite a few times, but then um, that, that, the part that goes, what a friend we have in Jesus, um, I don't know if he got it from, but there's actually an old hymn, what a friend we have in Jesus, which I grew up singing. And it just came back to me that that was the song that we sang at my grandma's funeral because it was her favourite song. Sorry. <laughs> 
because that's part of my heritage and that's what I've grown up with people around me that taught me about Dr. Jesus. But some of you will sit there now and go, well, I don't have that heritage Jesus, about people teaching me. But what you have is you can be the beginning of that heritage. So who? So I don't know how far back it is in my history that where's, where, who, who was the first person that, that came to know Jesus in my line? I don't know. Um, on my grandma's side, there's a long history of Salvation Army background. On my, um, my mother's, mother's side, my other grandma, there's a very long heritage of the Methodist Church. And they came from England, so I don't know how far that goes back from the south of England. Um, but you could be sitting here today. You are here today, so you are learning to talk to Jesus. Who are you going to help learn to talk to Jesus so that you can be the beginning of somebody else's heritage and somebody can look back and go, this person helped me learn to talk to Jesus. I think that's something that we can probably, that's the most important thing we take away is who am I now doing? And for those of us that are young in our faith, who are you getting around yourself to learn to talk to Jesus? So that's why things like our connect groups and our Wednesday night prayer nights, the Tuesday morning for the guys, they are really, really important things. I think it's really hard to be a Christian on your own. I think we need, and the Bible in many places talks about how we need to gather together and encourage each other. And one of those things is about learning to talk to Jesus. The other thing is, as parents, we all really desperately desire that for our children. And in Proverbs 22, verse 6, it says, Start children off on the way that they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. And that certainly was Brandon Lake's testimony there of what he had from his heritage and what he is now passing on to his children. I mean, I've got the joy of my own daughter sitting here this morning, I know that I've planted that seed in my son who's not here, but we pray for him too. Jesus taught us how to pray as well. So one of the examples is from the Lord's Prayer, which is in Luke 11. Um, who grew up saying the Lord's Prayer in perhaps a more traditional setting? <laughs> um, I work in a Lutheran school, so we use it at school as well. Um, and it's funny reading it from the Bible because I have to actually be careful I read the Bible words and not just say the prayer that I was taught because they're not exactly the same. So from Luke 11, one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. So look, even there, there's a heritage. John was teaching his disciples to pray to God. Jesus came along and he started teaching his disciples he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. Just excuse me a moment. Boy, I'm a write off this morning. Goodness. Okay. Get yourself together, Julie. 
So Jesus also in his plan taught us how to pray and um, that's a specific example of a prayer but there's also lots of examples that are recorded of Jesus praying, taking some of his disciples with him, going off to a quiet place and praying and in that I'm sure he was teaching them how to talk to Jesus as well. I thought maybe I'd just give I, look, I struggle with prayer as, as much as the next person, but a couple of things that I have over the years at various times, I don't consistently do these things, but I have tried, thought maybe one of these might help you. My, I work for a, at a great school and my boss is a really strong Christian and I don't know why at some point he talked about how he'd done this at some point. He was doing some journaling as a way of praying and he's, he, I don't know why it came up in our conversation at our meeting one day, but he, um, he suggested um, a, like journaling and, and I was doing this before I was going to bed each night, writing down three things for which I was grateful for, which is a, a way of praying, what am I grateful for, and three things that I would like to pray about. And I'd, I'd probably, I did this for quite a while and I've got a lot of the prayers written down. Um, so, for example... Uh, thank you for living it, that I live in the Adelaide Hills, for Christian friends being kind and supportive to my son. This was written quite a few years ago when he was going through a tough time. Thank you for a relaxing af afternoon out with Paul and Ferg's Jazz, which is my um, brother-in-law's, he's a musician. Um, I pray for a new clear direction for 2015, for flights to Singapore to work out. I can't remember what that was about. Uh, for, for partners, for all the singles at C3. Now, this was in 2015. How old were you, Abigail and Matt? Oh, they're out there. How old's Abigail? How old's Abigail now? She's 24 today. So she was, what, 18 or 19? And Matt's a little bit older and they're about to get married. How exciting is that? <laughs> so, so I've been praying for some of the young people in our church for many, many years. And so now, wow, some of them are getting married. It's very cool. Um, another example, and this, when I read this in preparing for this message, praying for wisdom for those who are deciding on direction for uh, something at my work. Uh, blessings on Zoe and Corey, who are that's my niece that was getting married, my nephew and niece. Um, healing for Ellie, um, treat, that treatment goes well and peace for her family. And that's for a colleague who had cancer and I'd forgotten about that and I was, she's, she got through that and is well and I was only just speaking to her the other day and we forget these things, we forget the answers that God has given us to our prayers. But there's also in things, things in here that haven't been answered yet, like there's regular prayers for my son, for him to come back and know his father again and, and they're not answered yet. But... It's, I think it's encouraging and I think it's a really good idea to write down our prayers at times. So that's one idea. Um, the other thing which is probably more specific is I have another journal which is my dreams journal. And since coming into this church, that's something that Bruce and Julie have really set up as part of our culture. That every year, at the beginning of the year, we have our dreams and visions service and we write down our dreams. And I guess because I do like to keep a record, I've actually got most of them in this journal. And we've been in this church for about 20 years. So I can go back and see what I was writing 20 years ago for uh, my dreams. So again, it's just a way that we can capture that. But if we capture it, we can go back and see. So I've just chosen um, 2016 
Christa, Christian Partners for Matt, Caitlin and the Young Adults at Church. There it is again. <laughs> um, Caitlin's sitting there with her lovely friend Jordan. So, yes, that, we'll work on that one. Um, <laughs> um, praying for a way to combine... Sorry, guys. <laughs> Praying for a way to combine work and travel. And after that, I actually got the opportunity to go and work in China for a short time. And I've been to Mauritius with my work as well. Um, so, and I didn't know that when I wrote that down. Um, reconnection with church for Matt and Michelle. So that's my son and his partner. And that one hasn't come to pass yet. And you'll find it's written every single year. But I will keep writing that because I'm still praying and believing for that. So that's just an example, a couple of examples of what you can do. So I've got kind of a general prayer journal, but this is my visions journal. So maybe that's something you could think about and start. In Habakkuk, it specifically says in chapter 2, verse 1 to 3, I will stand at my watch. And this is after Habakkuk had been complaining to God because things weren't going well in the country. And, and I guess that's another thing is God will listen to everything. Like if, he, if we're talking to Jesus, we will talk to him about all our life. And he's our friend and he wants to hear everything. So when things aren't going well, even when we're whinging, he will be there and he'll listen to as well. So here Habakkuk, it's recorded as him complaining. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he, God, will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Then the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald, which means those who hear it, may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. So I think just, I'm not going to go into that deeply, but just that idea of writing it down. That those prayers and those visions speak of the future and sometimes we have to wait for them to come to pass. So in going back through my journal, I can see things that are answered prayers. Um, if I quickly look at this year, my vision, I don't think I've shared this, but 2021, I wrote down um, a smooth house build for Matt and Michelle because they're building a house that they will connect with God. And then I wrote connection with God for Jordan. And I reckon it was either the next week or the week after. I don't remember what week it was, but within weeks, Jordan had made a commitment here in this house. So we don't know. We don't know whether those things are going to be days or weeks away or years away, but that doesn't stop us from writing them down and believing for them. So um, the second thing I wanted to talk oh, that the last part of this, talking to Jesus, I cut off the clip, it was quite long, but it goes on. Um, the third verse that Brandon Lake shares is, is there's no wrong way to, to do it. There's no bad time to start. It don't have to sound pretty. Just tell him what's on your heart. Because it's not a religion, it's more like a friendship. Just talk to your father like you are his kid. That's what prayer's about. I'm going to read that again. There's no wrong way to do it. There's no bad time to start. It don't have to sound pretty. Just tell him what's on your heart. Because it's not a religion. Because it's more like a friendship. Just talk to your father like you are his kid. That's what prayer is. 
I think that that's a YouTube. Go and find it and listen to it on loop if you just get it in your heart. It's a really, I think, and that actually leads into my next point, which is that was about talking to Jesus. I'm going to now talk about singing to Jesus because I think music is a powerful way that we can actually use for prayer. Um, Saint Augustine is quoted as having talked about this. Uh, I couldn't find his exact quote, but I've adapted it. Those who sing, pray twice. Those who sing, pray twice. Music in itself is emotive and evocative. All cultures have music of some kind. It's, it's a gift that God, I believe, has given people in general, that we have music. But when you add it in as being written from Scripture, it doesn't. All, Christian songs don't have to be written from Scripture, but you can add in the fact that it's written from Scripture. You, and you, particularly if you add in um, lyrics that are written to God, so they're written in the first person, like two of the three songs we sang today are written that way, where we're talking about you are... Um, so, for example, you give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness. Who's the you in that? It's our Father, it's God. We're talking to Jesus when we sing those things. So, it, and it, music deeply involves our minds, it involves our bodies. I challenge you to listen to music that you enjoy and not move your body at some point, even if it's a tapping hand or a slight sway. There are very few people that cannot move when they listen to music that they enjoy and it cuts to our souls. It deeply involves our hearts. If we're engaging with those lyrics, how can it not? So, uh, for example, that song, Talking to Jesus, I had in loop in my car and there were several times I went to... I, it brought me to tears driving to work. So I had to recompose myself in the car before I went into work. Um, but that it can do that to us. You know, I'm not sure a, po a poem read out might do that for me, but music definitely does. There's something about adding the layer of music in that adds another layer to, that we kind of sometimes can't escape. It's extremely emotive. But why not then grasp that as a powerful tool that we can do so that we are then singing to Jesus? So talking to Jesus, singing to Jesus. Um, I didn't choose today's songs, our lovely MD Emily and the team chose the songs, but they are examples of what we typically use all the time. So the second song, Great Are You, Lord, you give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken, you restore every heart that is broken, great are you, Lord. And that's what we sang this morning. We prayed as we sang this morning. We were praying to God, and at times we're, we're also praying for each other. Um, that scripture is taken, um, it's not word for word out of Ezekiel, but it talks about it's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise. comes from Ezekiel 37, where it says, this is what the sovereign Lord says to these dry bones. I will make breath into you, and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life and then you will know that I am the Lord. So we're actually singing scripture. It's not word for word, but it is based on the word of God. And we are then praying that back to God and saying thank you for what he's doing in our lives. In Psalm 96, 
verse 1 to 2. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name, proclaim his salvation day after day. So it is a biblical command that we sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Now we might not be writing the new song, but there will be people that are inspired to write the new songs. Um, I'm going to come back to that point in a moment. Um, Probably another thing that I do, another way that I use, I mean, I'm a, I'm a musician, so music is going to really work for me. It really speaks to me. But um, I've intentionally used music at times where perhaps I've struggled. So I've developed a praise list. I love the fact now that we've got Apple Music and Spotify and resources like that. On, so on my phone, I've created a praise playlist. And if I'm, if I'm going a bit of a, at a bit of a grumpy time or a downer time or I'm discouraged at work or I'm dealing with a difficult situation and I'm not quite sure where to go, I'll flick to that place list and that's what will be on loop in my car. And so I'll go back to some of the, and just let those songs feed my soul. And so I can find that I go from being down here to walk, walking in the door at school and feeling like, okay, I can do this. I've got God on my side or what it, wherever I'm driving and whatever the circumstance, it tends to be something, uh, something I use in the car. Um, and, you know, I've got, this probably shows my age, but I've got people like Toby Mack, Travis Green, Jesus Culture, Citizens, who I've recently discovered, Mercy Me, Happy Dance, you know. I mean, it's maybe not strictly a Christian song, but they are a Christian band and they've written songs like that speak positivity into our um, hearts. Darling checks, you know, in Jesus' name, which is a fantastic song that speaks truth into our hearts. So that's one thing maybe you can do if you're into music and you could make a playlist, find your songs. What's your, you might, you know, that's my genre of music and what I enjoy. What would you enjoy and what would feed into your hearts? Um, and I guess when we're really down, we can trust the Holy Spirit will speak as well. So in Romans 8, 26, it says... In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. Um, in the Amplified, it says, with sighs and groanings too deep for words. So I sometimes I'll just trust, I'm going to put this on, and I don't really feel like I know what to pray, but I'm just going to let that feed over me. And I know the Holy Spirit's interceding on my behalf if something's you know a bit tough. I might, or just a situation where I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to pray for that circumstance. How do I do that? I'll go to the music and then know that the Holy Spirit is finding words that I can't find. Um, somebody else wrote those words with intent and they're, they're blessing us with their gift. That's where that new song comes from. I not, might not be able to write a new song, but I can be blessed and gifted from the talents of somebody else and what they can speak into and over my life. And when I when I do that, I often find I'll wake up and I'll just have a I'll just be a song will be in my head. I think, well, where did that come from? I've just been asleep. Um, or I'll be walking down the corridor at school and I'm sort of humming, half whistling a song and think, oh, where did that come from? And you realize it's something that's just been feeding into you during the week. So that's a way that we can feed ourselves. But we also are praying when we're singing to Jesus. Could I have the band back up, please? 
I guess there may be people here today that are going, I'm not sure that I know that person who you're talking about. Not sure that I know to have that, how I know how to have those conversations with Jesus. That may be somebody who's online today and you're thinking, I'm not sure that I know that Jesus that you're talking about, Julie. So perhaps if we could all stand. Talking to Jesus, singing to Jesus, it's a conversation that we're having with our Lord. In John 15, Jesus himself talks about the fact that he calls us his friends. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And that's what Jesus did for us. He considers us his friends and he laid down his life for us as his friends. It goes on in John 15, You are my friends if you do what I command. I have called you friends. We don't have a remote God that's way off and keeps business, that perhaps has a stick and a whole lot of rules we have to abide by. We have a God that wants to know us. We have a God that wants us to be friends with him and to know the peace and love and the mercy and forgiveness that he can bring into our lives. So I'm wondering this morning if there's anybody here that perhaps would like to know that God that brings that mercy and love. Because we can pray a prayer so that you can meet that Jesus today. Is there anybody today? Just with eyes closed, just wondering if there's anybody present today who would like to pray a prayer and meet that Jesus. If you could just give me a little wave. I'm just scanning the auditorium now. If there's anybody here that would like to do that. you're listening online today and that really speaks to your heart then you'll find a link there with a little message that you can watch and there's a prayer there that you can pray about that today if you do that we would love to know that so there's just a little contact button you can press as well we would love to hear that you've prayed that prayer today so get in touch with us